Hey everyone, happy Thanksgiving-ish. Hope everyone's staying safe and healthy out there. This is KBD Radio, and I'm your host, Autumn McGar. This week, we're chatting with Kelly Morriso, who is not only an experienced designer, but also has authored a number of books and a blog on the subject, so we're going to be talking a bit about what goes into sharing her expertise in those mediums. Kelly, it is so great to be chatting with you today. Thank you for having me. Now, just to get us started, give us a quick intro to you as a designer. You know, what draws you to kitchens and baths specifically? It's actually a very interesting industry. You can um, never get bored of what you're doing because there's always new concepts and new ideas and new materials. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't planned on actually being a kitchen and bath designer or even an interior designer. I was just planning to spend my hours working after school and on the weekends with my parents. They had a kitchen and bath business way back when, when NKBA was still uh, American Institute of Kitchen Dealers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's going back away. I don't really want to admit it. (laughs) (laughs) But I was only going to work at my parents' business until, you know, I could get another job. But, you know, it got more interesting and I learned more and I started going to school and learning a bit more about that and and I keep joking the only time that I got away I got my degree in broadcast communication and became a a, worked in television and did a um a cooking show um so I never really got away from kitchens (laughs) (laughs) but uh the hours were insane so I eventually came back to design and then really put my heart and soul in it for a number of years. Now, do you think that uh, kind of growing up on job sites and growing up around kitchen and bath design has given you sort of a unique perspective as a designer? Oh, absolutely. Especially when growing up on on job sites, I can't uh, say enough to the up and coming and the young designers to get out in the field and get to know your crew and get to know your team Mm -hmm. and learn how they like things to be installed and how everything works. Um, My father always used to teach me that I was not allowed to design anything that I didn't know how it was going to be installed. (laughs) That's excellent. Which was a real pain in the neck when I was a beginning designer, (laughs) but I've been (laughs) really grateful for it ever since. Now, in addition to all of your experience as a designer, you've actually also authored a number of books and a blog on the subject. And and I'm wondering what kind of drives you to share that expertise with a consumer audience? I was actually very surprised to realize that a lot of things that I thought were common sense Mm -hmm. uh, about kitchen and bath design, about installation, about the techniques, a lot of people didn't know. And when I wrote the books, I was actually reaching out to that that level of audience who weren't near a designer or didn't have the expertise or didn't know what they didn't know to ask. Sure. And it turned out that uh, there were a lot of people, not just in North America, that wanted to know these things, but all across the world. I I received emails from Hungary and Australia and and Taiwan and no all sorts of interesting places that were very very happy to ha- hear this information. Now, it, it, an interesting kind of weird question, maybe, is how do you balance providing this kind of DIY style information with encouraging readers to engage the services of a professional designer? I, <laughs> I know you would think that would be a very tough uh, sell, but. 
actually it isn't. The first book that I wrote, uh, Kelly's Kitchen Sink, mm-hmm. basically explained all the details of putting together a project and it's as informative as I could make it with yeah. the end result that a lot of people contacted me and said, oh my gosh, this is way more intricate than I had ever realized. Where do I find a designer or can I hire you or you know, we don't want to do it by ourselves now that we've read the book. So, <laughs> right. so the people who actually had the money just wanted to learn the process. And then once they understood how much work there is in it, reached out um, in some way. So it's almost like explaining it to them makes them realize, no, it's actually a much <laughs> bigger job than you think it yeah. is. <laughs> it's not rocket science, but it has a lot of intricate parts and pieces that have a tendency to all go south very quickly if you don't have all the the knowledge to put it together. Do you find there are also benefits to having a well-informed client, like a client who goes into the process sort of knowing what you're doing at all times? Oh, gosh, of course. You know, having somebody who already knows what they're doing yeah. Um, or has some experience in it just means that I don't have to explain a lot to a to a person. Um, but, you know, I mean, I have a soft spot for people who don't know anything and want to learn and want to see what the process is. Right. I love working through all the detail with them. But it, uh, the benefit of having someone who's been through a remodel before or done a, a project certainly makes it a little faster on the communication. Definitely. And, you know, something I'm kind of wondering, you know, as a as an editorial type person myself, uh, how would you describe your writing voice and kind of how does this compare to your conversations with your design clients? Funnily enough, I always laugh about this because I've had this question asked before. It's not very much different at all. The, yeah. the conversational tone that I was uh, striving for was to imagine that that person was sitting across from me having coffee and they were asking me these questions and I was telling them the answers. So I have a lot of jokes and some really bad puns thrown in, <laughs> which is pretty much how I work in real life. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes view myself as the cheerleader, just helping people get through because I often say, you know, people come in, they go, Oh, we're getting a new car. Oh, yay. We're going on a trip. Oh, we have to remodel our kitchen. <laughs> so, so it's you know I feel in some ways it's up to me to make it a positive and and enjoyable experience um, as we move forward and pull together the project. Speaking of puns, um, inter- <laughs> little aside, uh, your blog is called Kitchen Sink with a Y and a C. That was yeah. one of the titles I was kicking around for this podcast back in the day when I was still planning oh, it, really? and then I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> Kelly Morrisow has a blog called this. Darn it. <laughs> So, you know, just so you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I, I thought I was so clever, but apparently there are more than a few people that have the name Kitchen Sink as well. A couple of um, kitchen and bath um, showrooms as well. How dare they? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right. Right. I already had this picked and so did you. So I know, I know. <laughs> I'll get over it eventually. But, um, you know, just kind of a... <laughs> Kind of a a follow-up question to all of this about communication. Have you found that your ability to kind of clearly and easily communicate uh, an intricate process to clients has has helped you stay viable in a time when, like, everything is so chaotic and COVID is keeping everybody at home and kind of making communication a very strained process? 
That's a very good question. And yes, you're absolutely right. I'm very grateful for having all the years to know how to explain something in a concise way. But also, you know, we have the internet as well. So with all the pictures and photos and such, if I can't convey it in words, I can certainly convey it in a photo or two. Right. Definitely. And of course, everything with COVID at the, this point is we're we're sheltering in place and we're mm-hmm. being very safe. And so most of my meetings now are Zoom meetings. We're not meeting face to face. And somehow we lose a little bit of the communication with that. Yeah. And so paring it down to the essentials to give the um, correct information that someone can understand. It, it really is a, an ongoing um, homework assignment, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely learning a different <laughs> language of communication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also people, you know, they're, they're concerned. Everyone has a degree of, of, of stress right now that, oh, yes. you know, I want to try to alleviate because again, it's no fun having a remodel when you're living in it and you're trying to do your work and the kids are trying to do schooling. And yep. But we have a, a system in place that works relatively well um, and eases a lot of people's um, worries. Yeah. Always learning something new. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you deal with that, kind of, uh, with that kind of stress during this time? And what advice do you give your I'm- clients? just very grateful that clients still want to remodel during this time yeah I mean I'm aware there's a vast amount of people out there that aren't working um and equally there's a a vast amount of people that are at home who are looking at their homes going yeah we need to change things so I'm, I'm I'm trying to you know keep a keep a positive attitude as much as I can take it a day at a time (laughs) yeah pretty much Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you very much. That was fun. KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about kitchen and bath design news, please visit our website at kitchenbathdesign.com.